Hey everybody, this is another episode of Real Talk for Real Women. Let the healing begin. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Hey everybody, it's Jeanette Holloway, the founder of My Phoebe. Thank you so much for joining me for this special podcast, giving me the opportunity to share how My Phoebe came about. Um, I'm actually sitting in one of my favorite rooms. This is where I do a lot of praying, a lot of reading, a lot of journaling. And now I have the opportunity to do a little story time. Excuse me, my voice is a little hoarse. So the origin of my Phoebe started in 2007 when my grandmother passed away and I had the opportunity to speak at her funeral. My pastor at the time attended the funeral and heard the remarks I gave. And about two weeks later, he asked me to speak for Mother's Day. So this was in March of 2007 when my grandmother passed and I obliged because I was grieving. And I said, yes, even though I did not like speaking in front of crowds. I did not like sharing my backstory, but I said yes. And so as I was preparing my remarks and thinking about what I was going to say and how I was going to say it, how much I was going to share, something triggered in me. And what triggered were my childhood memories. And I realized I did not like Mother's Day, couldn't stand Mother's Day. And I was 39 years old when all of this started happening. And I was like, oh, why don't I like Mother's Day? Why is this bothering me so much? And then it hit me like a ton of bricks. I hated Mother's Day because my mother was not around during those formative years. My mother was a heroin addict and I was raised by my grandparents and my grandmother and my aunts. They're the ones who poured into me during those formative years and it it just set something off. And when I got to Mother's Day and I got up on that stage and I shared a few words with the crowd and, you know, shared a little bit about my upbringing and how my mom was a heroin addict. And just, you know, I I just, to me, it was, you know what, we're going to leave it here at the altar. And I had a confrontation with God right there that Sunday in front of the folks who attended that Mother's Day Sunday. And I got on my knees and I bared my soul and I prayed a prayer that I had often prayed, but this time I did it out loud And that prayer started with these four words, God, I hate you. And then I went into every 
thing that I hated God for. I hated that my mother was a heroin addict. I hated that my dad was a drug dealer. I hated that several members of my family were drug addicts at the time. I hated the home that I lived in sometimes because I witnessed some family members shooting heroin in their arms. Um, I had an uncle who was always getting in trouble and getting arrested. And I hated the police always coming to our house. And I hated being that family on the block where, you know, the police were there, the drugs. And, and it just, I hated it. And again, I love my family, love my mom. By this time, like I said, I was 39 years old. My mom was clean. She was doing her thing uh, in church, uh, working with the youth groups and just doing her thing. But when I had to confront and speak at Mother's Day, all of this stuff came up and it, it just, it, I went down that path. Like I said, I laid everything at that altar and told God how much I hated him, what I didn't like about growing up and how much I didn't like it. And I left it all there on the altar. But the most amazing part of this story is God comforted me in that moment. And he reminded me about all the women he sent my way exactly when I needed them most. He reminded me, yeah, your mother may have been a drug addict when you were born, but I sent you your grandmother. I sent you your Aunt Nelchie and your Aunt Trish and your Aunt Elaine. I sent you women at the church, Gail Biggins, Mother Carter, Mother Donaldson, Mother Smith, Novella Harris, Gail Biggins, all these women, my aunts on my grandmother's side, all of them, my godmother, my neighbor down the street, Mrs. Reed, all these women who came in my life exactly when I needed them most. So that was Mother's Day of 2007 when I bared my soul and I left everything at the altar and God ministered to me. And what came out of that was God saw me. He saw me every step of the way. And he placed those beautiful women in my life exactly when I needed them most. I can't leave out uh, Auntie Margie. She poured into my life when I was a teenager getting ready to graduate from high school. And she gave me a check for $500. And she told me she wanted me to register for junior college so I can get on the path to uh, higher education. And it, it was just so many times and so many ways that women poured into me. So that was 2007. I felt the weight of the world lift off my shoulders because it was like, I had no more shame. I had nothing to hide. I had no more guilt. You know, I, I just, it was so freeing just to have that confrontation with God and God wrapping his arms around me and comforting me and letting me know, I got you. So went on with my life. In 2008, I wanted to start a scholarship fund and my mother's, excuse me, my grandmother's name in her honor. And um, 
So this was for my 40th birthday. And it just, my son got caught up in uh, a tragic incident and I was crushed. Um, I, I couldn't, I was paralyzed and I wasn't able to do it, wasn't able to move forward at that time. Fast forward 2019, I'm in a car driving to work with my husband and the name Phoebe pops in my head and I asked him to write it down. He wrote it down and when I got home, excuse me, when I got home that evening, I looked up Phoebe in the Bible to see who she was and what it was all about. And she's only mentioned one time in the Bible in Romans chapter 16, Apostle Paul is writing a letter of commendation on her behalf. And she's going to do this trip and she's going to speak on his behalf. And he's pretty much telling the folks at the church where she's getting ready to head to, hey, this is Phoebe. She has been a help to me. She has been a servant. She has served me well. And I want you guys to accept her, give her whatever she needs when she gets there, because she has been a help to me and so many others. And that is when the light bulb went off and the dots got connected of who all these women were to me. They were my Phoebes. God sent women at the right place in the right time trusted and chosen women to help me navigate the muddy waters of life. And that is when my Phoebe was born. So that's the story. And it is truly just my honor and my privilege to be chosen by God to honor these beautiful women who I've dubbed Phoebes and to be able to hear from other people about their Phoebes because I believe you don't begin to heal from your trauma and your pain until you share your story. So for me, sharing that story back in 2007, it just really broke down the walls. It was really freeing. And I've been on a mission to get others to share their stories about you know, where they've been in life and where they are now. Because like I said, so many times you see a person buttoned up with the makeup and with the hair done and the nails and the shoes and everything looks good on the outside, but on the inside, they look a hot mess. And no one should be carrying those burdens around. So we're focusing on honoring the Phoebes. We focus on healing from the inside out by sharing our stories. And then when we share our stories, we give others hope. Going back to 2007, when I had the opportunity to speak for Mother's Day, I had so many people that came up to me in tears after I did that prayer and had that confrontation with God. And they shared with me how they had loved ones who were on drugs or they were on drugs or somebody was an alcoholic or they somebody was in an abusive relationship and how they felt that, you know, now it was time for them to share and time for them to let go of the pain. 
And that never would have happened if I wasn't vulnerable, if I wasn't obedient, and if I didn't share. So that, my friend, is how my Phoebe got started. And we are on a mission to heal all those dark and broken places and to help others heal. And not so much us healing, but healing from sharing our stories and allowing others to have hope. None of us are where we are today because of something we did on our own. I'm sure we all have Phoebes in our lives, someone that showed up at the right place in the right time to help us navigate those muddy waters. So I encourage you, be brave, be vulnerable. Um, have that confrontation with God. God is strong enough to handle it. And he sees you anyway. There's a picture, you can't see it now, but there's a picture that's on my wall over here. And it's um, it's of a, a, a naked woman. And it looks like she's looking in the mirror and she's looking back. And the reason I chose that picture for this particular room is because we are naked before God. He knows everything about us. There's nothing we can hide from God. So I encourage you, be strong, be courageous, be brave, accept everything about your story, the good parts, the bad parts, the ugly parts. They make you exactly who you are. And just know that God has someone waiting to hear your story. And they want to know, hey, how'd you get to the other side? How'd you make it through? And it's your obligation to tell them. And I encourage you to do so. And if you would like to share your story with us on Real Talk with Real Women, Let the Healing Begin, please do not hesitate to reach out. You can reach us at www.lovemyphoebe.com. And thank you for allowing me to share. Thank you for visiting our site. Thank you for following us on social media. And take good care. My Phoebe is dedicated to encouraging women through community building, storytelling, and providing resources to help them catch and release the curveballs life will sometimes throw their way. And as author Noelle Schwantz so eloquently reminds us, somewhere in the world there is a darkness only you can heal. To do it, you have to face your shame. Visit us at www.lovemyphoebe.com to learn more. Music